passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Desire, belonging, anger, fury, disgust, beauty. These are a few words to describe the majestic creature known as the professional wrestling fan. Ever wonder what they're truly thinking? What would they say? What would they do? Don't fret. The time has come. My name is Barbara Boulders, and this is Memoirs of a Mark. Joining us today on the Kick Rocks podcast, we got the man he didn't pulled up. Listen, I told you I want people to pull up. They got their opinions on this professional wrestling. You see what I'm saying? I'm calling this Memoirs of a Mark because I want my marks and my friends and my people and my brothers to give me their thought processes on what they be watching and their memories and their memorifying things, and I want them to do it. And David Perry has pulled up, and he got it right now. But first and foremost, David Perry, did you take time to acknowledge your tribal chief? I acknowledge my tribal chief when I wake up and when I go to sleep. That's my goal. <laughs> That's my goal. I don't know. I know. I, I know John Cena. I know. Hey, hey, John Cena proved why he yo go last night. I'm just saying, oh my God. Why they do a theory like that? I'm sorry. I mean, that's another time for another day. So wait a minute, hold on, hold on, wait, so wait, wait. So you okay, so you say we gonna we gonna just go off the rails early than you, because I had something planned, but we gonna start off crazy. So you say Roman Reigns is the greatest of all time. I mean, I don't have to say it. It's who he is. I don't tell lies now, I just wouldn't say it. It is who he is. There's a reason he has had the title for almost a thousand days. A thousand days? A, a, a thousand days? I'm just asking a question. Like, who else can do that? And in this in this era, to answer your question, in this era, as far as like when, because we, because the Bruno San Martino thing, I'm, I'm so, with all due respect, I just don't count it because num- the number one, he would like he would just be in New York. You know what I mean? And like, and it's no no shade. You know, I'm just saying to to hold the title in the modern day era with all the traveling, going to Saudi. I don't I don't give a damn about private jet or not. People don't understand. Just because you in a private jet don't mean you ain't got to travel a long distance. Like that's a pain in the ass, man. So like all these cities, all these places, and also like, but holding the title though, David, and it being like viable though. You know what I mean? Not just you holding it because the company wants you to hold it. Actually 
increasing revenue. Nobody wants to lose a title. Nobody wants to lose a title. Dude got six main events. Crazy, Dude out bro. here, he's out here and got these titles. Took both of them. Took one from Brock Lesnar. Sorry, Bray Wyatt. He killed the fiend. He killed the fiend. <laughs> nah, Randy Orton didn't kill the fiend. <laughs> he killed the fiend. He, came back. He, he said, you ain't a monster in a mask. Only when I ain't around. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he told him. And what happened? The fiend died. I don't know what happened. Now they got Bray Wyatt running around, schizophrenic, multiple personality. I don't know what he's doing. Not, I don't know. I don't know. But that's that, that's what Roman Reigns do to you, though. That's what happened. That, he, said, Roman, he said Roman. He said Roman gives you a. <laughs> he said Roman gives you a condition. You know. <laughs> hey, mental illness. Look at Jay. Look at Jay Uso. That man be having moments. He just stops <laughs> in the middle and starts rubbing his head. He be having flashbacks of ass whoopings from past time. Oh my God! Listen, we gonna come back to the chief. I swear, I wanted to, that's hilarious. Though. That's hilarious. Hold on, I wanted because <laughs> if I start going on Roman, we gonna take the whole show. No, with um, yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I call him. You know what I mean? Roro is what they call him. Listen, 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 listen. So we got <laughs> yo. Did you you watch? Did you watch AW? Did you watch AW? Man, thank you, man. I just got off the phone with my brother, dude. We were talking about the Iron Man match, and I yo, think... what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on that, though? It's hard not to say it's top three, and I don't know if it's number three. That's just my opinion. So yeah, because because there's a, there's a sentiment out there. You so you've seen the you've seen the original Iron Man match, and it's against it's a, it's worth two all time greats, and and so people what they tend to do is they they see something new and they say well this is the best one, but they made a strong case on Sunday, brother. That could be one of if not the greatest Iron Man match. They made a strong case, but it's it's tough it's tough because. The problem was this, is that the reason I would go with Brett Sean is yeah. simply because there yeah. wasn't the lull in the beginning. They did a phenomenal job, but when Brett and Sean did it, it's just, dude, how they, how they did it and in the sequence of how they did it. And it was, it was like you watched the match for five minutes, all of a sudden uh, Gorilla Monsoon comes out and says that he needs to start it over, and they had to finish it. Bro. Cutting the promo. Like, seriously, fam, like, that's exactly what I said. Any, so anybody out there that's saying that's the best, guys, you're being hyperbolic because that you got to take into account the first half hour. <laughs> it, it's at least top five. I would say it's at least one of the three best Iron Man matches that it is better than Rock Triple H. There's a lot of things to go along with it, but – and that's a lot to do with Daniel uh, – Brian, excuse me, Brian Danielson. But MJF, he did his thing, but yep. the issue with MJF, and not just the match. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut a promo on MJF because he's on. amazing. But this is this is the issue. And I'm sorry, Max. I just I know how great he is, and you are, Max. So it's just difficult when you see all these extremes that he goes to that he doesn't have to because he's a phenomenal wrestler. Mm. Nobody looks like that dude is ripped. Him and Cody Rhodes. I don't know what they eating, but him and Cody Rhodes. And his look, his style, the way he can talk, and the promo he cut after the after the match, it's true. But here's the deal. Why do you always have to be so extreme? Why are you throwing tequila in the kid's face? That, that, wrong. that, I'll never, I, I have three. I have three kids, man. And it, me, me and him, we would have had an issue. That 100%. just is what it is. That, I mean, we, our brother got kicked out of that damn arena right then and there. You ain't throwing tequila on my child. But it is what it is, man. You got to stop that. But other than that, he's phenomenal. But it's just those little intricacies that separate Roman Reigns from him. 
Dog, oh, listen. It's it's so crazy, man. Listen, everything you said, you're you're right about first and foremost. And this is not about people being sensitive or growing. Listen, my problem with MJF is he he thinks he's Piper. He's not Piper. I'm just gonna put it like this. And I'm not even trying to throw shade by say he's not Piper. The reason why he's not Piper is because in this era you can't be Piper. You can't listen. You can't. My you can't be Piper in this era. He's not. He's not Piper. Number one, but number two, you can't be Piper. And that's how I know. As much as MJF is as great as he is, that's how I know he he watches too much old tape. Because when you when you watch enough old tape, you start to subconsciously or consciously mimic the person that you like. So he's trying to do all this Piper stuff. This is something Piper would do. And in this era, my biggest question is to you, David, if he goes to the E, if he ever goes to the E, he's only a baby. If he goes to the E, what's going to happen? Because he ain't going to be able to do that. Does MJF's character die? Because he can't do that at the E. I was ready for that question, too. And here's what it is. It's Tony Khan has to rain them in. I know the E will rain them in. It ain't about the E. It's about him. And nice. Tony needs to rein him in because the E will rain them in or he won't be there and he'll be in A&W. You know, look, ask Cody Rose. All you got to do is ask Cody Rose what he had to do. He built the damn company. Mm. And he went back home. Home. I'm sorry. I love AW too. Marks, he went back home. He was born to WWE. Realize that. <laughs> and they should have kept his ass. Because they kept his ass, they wouldn't have dropped under a million. I, love, I watch AW on the rig, and it's a phenomenal so show. But the problem is storytelling. And I love wrestling. I do. I love it. But you got to make me care. I'm not out here watching matches to have a match because I don't want to watch a match to have a match. I want to care. I'm Max. watching it because I care. I love, look, look, back to Roman Reigns. I love that mother, man, I love that dude before. I loved him before Sucker Sucker Task when he came in the Survivor Series in 2012. You're you one of the only people that can say that, though. Not a lot. A lot of people trying to pretend like they are you, David. A lot of people trying to pretend like they you. But there's only a select few people that got the guts to admit that because I'm one of them. I'm going to keep it real. A lot of people keep it real. I, I thought he had it, but I didn't know how he was going to get it. So I can't sit here and pretend I'm not going to pretend. Like, I thought he could be this dude because there's no way I did. 30-second sidetrack. We had this fantasy wrestling, and this was right before the uh, Shield uh, broke up, and then I drafted him. Roman, I drafted Roman Reigns with my number one pick, uh, Seth with my two, and uh, John with my third. Smashed their ass. And that just is what it is. But back to AEW and MJF. He is one of the top five wrestlers in the business today, but his issue is is that he ain't going to be able to be in front of the camera until he cleans his act up. And that's just 100% is what it is. You can't be out here saying the F-bomb, throwing tequila on kids. You just have to clean it up a little bit. It isn't hard, but just and, and we're, we're in 2023, man. We can't do that anymore. You just can't. Listen, it's not me being sensitive. We, You and I know enough to know we've been through the Attitude Era. We've seen different types of wrestling, different types of emotions. You and I are old enough to remember how things were. And I do believe there's a way in this era to be a heel and, and be and be effective without doing the low-hanging fruit, just like Ricky Stark said in, 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 the, um, in the press conference, in the, in the, in the post-show. Phenomenal the, interview, by the way. Absolutely sensational. And Hey, we oh, both light skin too. Yeah, he's Love just, that man. <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah. I can't even take you seriously because I don't know if it's team light skin or you just giving you putting them over. I don't know what it is, man. I'm putting them over. It's both. You hear me? <laughs> well, hey, I love Pat Mahomes. He light skin too. Blank. Yeah. Gotta put him over. He go. He's a guy. Hey, yo, hey, it's, yo. You know what? Nothing is nothing. Point. 
Nothing has made dark-skinned black people more angry than having to concede that Patrick Mahomes might be the greatest quarterback to ever live. <laughs> we so mad. I, I do put it like this for the for all the people out there that were saying that that Roman wasn't a proper heel and you seen what happened when he turned on Sammy how the entire um, arena shifted and turned on him he he was he is a proper heel it's not his fault that people like him as a bad guy oh heels are not supposed to be like I go I disagree I like listen I like Jafar and Aladdin you know what I mean he's a, he's a heel. <laughs> Hey man, that man had that had that man had tears coming from my eyes. But okay, I love her. Like, why don't do him like that? But so, like, so, 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 I think I think you can get that emotion out of out of the modern day era as a heel if you are clever. If you're clever, you have to be clever, because if you're not clever, if you're not clever, then take the shadow down. If you're not clever then all you are is simple. All you are is the next cookie-cutter heel, and that's what's mm. missing in the business. You got to have the people hate you. Sure, we want to acknowledge Roman, but, I mean, I love Like I told you, I just told you why I love him, but you got a lot of people out here saying, the whole city of Montreal, F you, Roman. He didn't use it. He didn't bust them open. He didn't do anything extreme like they do no. everywhere else. It, Proper I mean, story. It, it, it's, it's cinema. Proper story. Right. It was, it was hair. Oh. It was art. It was art form. You're right. It was craft. He literally got the entire city of Montreal saying "f you, Roman" with 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 storyline and acting ability. Hey man, he had our guy Cody Rose out there ready to have an aneurysm in the middle of there and talking about bidding. I was like, oh, bro, bro, why that, you yo, doing yo, like the, the, yo, the impression was fire, bro. <laughs> he said, "You are it." I was like, bro, you said you couldn't, you couldn't buy it, you couldn't sell it because you are it, baby. I said, yo, bro, bro. Oh. <laughs> Boy, that but that's that's why that's why he's different, bro. And, and to come <laughs> to come from where he was with John Cena, random down to where bro, he ran. That's what I was Cena saying. Down. From he that, had from... John Cena ready to fight him in the middle of that ring when he talked about Nikki Bella. You can't do that. You can't say nothing about Roman Reigns. Like that man's a family man doing everything he needs to do. He's phenomenal. So speaking um speaking of revolution though, speaking of revolution, that Texas death match. Yeah, what's what was your yeah, what was your match of the night? Let's just go there. Let's let's say what was your match of the night. If if it wasn't the Iron Man match, what was the match that you felt was their best match? Because I personally, on real, talking about the card, I think they made a lot of the right decisions, like winner and loser wise. I think the card was solid. I think it was I think it was one of the best paced um shows um Tony's ever put together. But um, what was your yeah yeah? What was what was your match though that you that you that stuck out to you or that you thought was the best match of the night? Man. I think the best snap match of the night was the um, the Texas death match. My favorite match of the night was the trios match. Because yeah, that was my favorite Kenny match Omega, of the night. Because Kenny Omega and the Bucks, they just do their thing. And I'm glad that they dropped the titles to give uh, Malachi just, Black the right thing to chance do. to get over, man. They yeah. got to, they, they need to, look, they need to, I, the, the biggest thing I have with them is they push the wrong talent in AEW. I mean, I wish it would be a little darker the town that they push, but that's neither here nor there. I don't understand why Jay Cargill wasn't on the pay per view. I was hot when I found out Jay Cargill. She's one of the only like she's other one of the only champions. And I first off, look, 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 look. I told I told my brother I don't understand why they didn't have her go undefeated, drop the title, and then put the big title on her. And then because she looks like a million bucks, and she would get the she would get them over. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, they're out here. And I'm glad Jamie Hayter got the title, but they have Jay Cargill, Diamond in the Rough. They better 
push her to the moon before they let the E get their hands on her. And then we get WrestleMania 40, Bianca Belair versus Jay Cargill. They we done the world would explode. Do you do you so, go go continue? Go, 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 go. So what they need to do is they need to push her. I don't care if she needs to drop her belt, lose the belt. She needs to be the face of that company. That would get them where they need to go. Him and MJ, her and MJM. Yeah, but they because, just need to go ahead and pull the trigger, man. I, you know, I don't think you're. I don't think you're wrong. Like me personally, I think Jay needs to work on her technical ability a little bit more. Uh, but that, but that doesn't mean she shouldn't be a champion. It doesn't mean she's not the most put together female superstar that they have. That doesn't. That doesn't mean that. And that's not. And that's not her fault that she doesn't have viable dance partners. That's not her fault either. That's not her fault either. Cause she, cause, cause, cause you're only as good as your dance partner. Her and her and Brent never touched. They never did. And that's never her best, touched. that's her best dance partner. That's her best dance partner. Now you got you brought Saray in there. I what what I don't understand is why they turn Ruby Soho. That does that made absolutely no sense on on at the pay per view. Made no sense. It's just doing shit. Just do shit. I, I hate that. I hate that. Like like that's my man biggest right. They need better writers or something because it seems like all they want to do is put the best things against the best things, and after a while, that shit gets old. It does. It does because you need because you need at the end of the day, when people. Some people don't realize why they're invested, and it's it's always just because of storyline. You're invested because you care if that person wins or loses. Seeing when you saw when you saw like I said when it was when it was Undertaker Brock or it was Undertaker versus anybody, the story was the streak. That was the story. The story was the streak. So so you can so you could throw a a dope legend against Undertaker and you're good. But some things you yeah some things you need to build organically though. Some things you need to give rhyme or reason or chapter and verse. Cena in theory is going to be built for these next few weeks because it's the OG that sees a lot of him, yada, 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 and then the young buck that needs to be taken down a peck, and they're going to they're gonna lay that out. And they're gonna make you want, and they're gonna make you want Cena to win or or to see the young buck rise up. Because guys, you that's why you care. You don't care because they're megastars. If if The Rock came back like he should have for 39. You care because it's it's the real tribal chief versus the, the who's the tribal chief who, and that's the story. But that's but the storyline. You that's know what sto- it is exactly. You're absolutely one thousand million trillion billion quadrillion percent correct. You just you just cooking right now, man. Let me uh, next time I'm gonna give you the oil. That way you can <laughs> deep fry that promo you just cut. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, you just cut a hell of a promo. Let them know. You're right, man. And that, and, and if they just could add what we're talking about, like if they would have, I think that, that Cody was part of that because the storylines were better before he left. And then after he left, it's just like, okay, well, we'll do whatever we want to do. There's nothing to do. And please bring back Punk. Please bring back Punk. Just bring back. Just bring him back. I just want him to come back because there's unfinished business. And did he, is he washed up? Yes, I totally one thousand million percent agree he with is. you, Evan. He but, is. but it's eyes on the product, and he can still cut a promo. I I agree with that. I we can't can argue move that. Around. We can we can move around that. And honestly, the way he's over, like like they say, man, he's over to the point to where all he needs to do is throw punches and hit his finisher. But the problem in AEW, nobody hits their finisher. I mean, it's five <laughs> finishers. 
that's two problems we're talking about. I'm just I don't understand what the finisher is these days. Everybody kicks out of the finisher. Everybody, like everybody you finisher? can't listen. That's I'm so glad you said that. And that goes for any company, by the way. Any company. I, man, hey, Evan, but they're gonna hit that roll up with that schoolboy or that small package, and you know what I'm saying? I go Put what feet finishers, on the road. finishers matter. When I finish you in Mortal Kombat, you are dead. Damn. Finish him. Like, it's, come on, it's, man. It's over. Man, what I'm, say, what I'm saying is, guys, finishers have to matter. Good Lord. To. Have mercy. They got to, man. They got to. There's a reason. There's a reason. Is their signature. They call it a signature move now. What is the signature move? I know the rock bottom was a weak, weak as hell move, but it finished the job. Do you so remember? Do, do you remember when Shawn Michaels kicked out of the tombstone? Boy, your you you could not process the information. You were like, couldn't. You're like, what did what just happened, bro? My heart stopped when he hit that, bro. Then, then then bro, I'm like, oh my god, cinema, cinema. I said he came out Mike, of the look, tombstone pile driver, Mister WrestleMania. What? Just saying, man. That's he why finishers matter. That's why finishers close. matter because your disbelief and our my disbelief. That's why a finisher matters because you knew it was it. You knew it. It was over. It was over, man. When Jake the Snake hit that DDT, over. Turn off the lights. Over. Turn them off. I don't care if he did it in the beginning of the match. <laughs> I don't care. It was a wrap. It was a wrap. Back in the day. It's just different. Even the leg drop, even Hogan's leg drop, man. Even still, we thought it was what it was. Now everybody does, but they see, you know what the real issue is, Evan, the real issue is everybody uses the same damn moves. Everybody got the same damn finishes. Like 10 people use the spirit. How do 10 people use the spirit? It makes no sense. Why can't anybody own the individuality of the finisher actually in the match? Not mm. all right. Let's let's let, let me hit my finisher. Okay, I'm gonna kick out. You hit your finisher. Okay, mm. I'm kick out. Like no, no. Just just be a man and lose to a finisher. That's what builds you, and that's what makes us care, man. I'm sure everybody wants to see a five star match. No, I want to care. Yes, I want to care. Yes. I want to think this match is about to be over. I want to see Sami Zayn get his ass whooped. Straight up. I want, I want my heart to break. I want to be like, man, because, like, again, me, even the biggest Roman Reigns fans want to lose, but it's like, man, just end the match, Roman. Quit, quit doing it to him like that. But nowadays, everybody has to get their shit in. Everybody. I just don't understand why. I thought it was a wrestling match. It's supposed to be like a fight. I mean, come on. Now. You can't get everything it's in the fight. great product. Yeah. Like, 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 oh, my God, Chad Gable and how he took the crossroads in a match. Bruh! No one has, no one has taken a greater crossroads in their life than Chad Gable. And did he kick out? No, he didn't kick no, out. No, I think he should have kicked. That's one thing I love about this. That's one thing I love about. I'm telling you, I swear to you, I like when he hit that crossroad. I said, "It's a wrap." It was over. And and, and it was a and it was a wrap. And it was a wrap. Beautiful. That I I hate I hate sounding like that old man, but I remember back in the day, you got hit in the, with a low blow. It was always over. Everybody kicks out off getting hit in the face with a belt, bro. And then Impossible. it's like, Impossible. and then we don't have no blood. You see, that's what pisses me off about WWE. Why are you going to hit somebody in the face with a belt, but there's no color? If you're going to do it, do it. Like, there's, then why are you even doing it? You don't hit nobody in the head with a chair anymore. Then don't do it. Yo, 
this a this a proper conversation. This this a proper conversation we have. This two dudes going off the rails about fifteen different things, you know. But I agree with everything you're saying. That's one of those things because I, I said it before and I said it again. AEW has too much blood. WWE don't have enough blood. Hey, if it was fresh when Cody had that little diff. when Cody had that little trickle right here, I'm like, oh my god. We got to we just got to split the difference. If we split the difference, we're good. Take a little bit of that blood away from AEW. Put the little blood over there with WWE, and we be we be in a good blood spot. I'm like, man, it was like, why we got Mox out here stabbing people in in, in live on live television? I'm like, good God Almighty! I'm like, this is a little too much. I did not know Abdullah the Butcher came back and debuted. Like, come on, bro! Like, bro, he had blood everywhere. Oh my gosh, it was ridiculous. I thought it was a murder scene. Bruh. Man, me, me and him would have had a fight in the backstage after that. I'm, I'm like, yo, bro, chill, bro. You, <laughs> bro, what we doing? And, and then, and then, 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 like, it was a great match, and it was the best match of the night, but it was some shit in that match that made absolutely no sense. Why are you going to put barbed wire on top of you and do a moonsault? I'm like, dude, what are you doing? So you must have cut the barbs off of that or something. I don't know so what you're doing. So confusing. I go, what? Are we? I thought if he would have did like a coffin drop like Darby, I'm like, that makes more sense. Yeah, and then here... <laughs> I, again, like you said, not to be on going off on a tangent, but it's like you got all this blood, but blood doesn't come out in the right spot. Like right. this should have been this should have been a bloody mess when he did that move. So there wasn't no blood at all. Right. When he hit him in the back with that chair with wrapped in barbed wire, it took like 15 minutes for him to start to have blood on the back. I was like, come on now. It was a great pay per view. I'm not saying I thought like, it, it was. I thought it was. I thought it was solid. I thought it was solid yeah. for real. It was like like I think last year's Revolution was better than they this year. They, they, they had a great. They had a great card. They did. I I just I was I was happy with the like I said I was happy with the pacing. I was happy with the yeah. Time. I was happy I with got home at a decent time. Yeah, like, I was. Like, I was I, happy. I didn't go to bed at six o'clock, bro, in the morning. <laughs> bro, it was numb, bro. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Ricky starting to show with Chris like that. You think he's gonna get it at double or nothing? I don't. I, I wouldn't do it at double or nothing. I know what he said. What he said on a pod, podcast. But here's the thing. I want him to wait. Like if I'm Tony, right? There's a couple things that need to happen. Right. He can't jump ahead out of Cole. I love. I love Ricky, but he already had to see. I. I don't understand. Like. Like. Like for the life of me, I don't understand why. He won two things to get a title shot at MJF, but he can only use one shot. It was this versus that. He won a dynamite diamond ring. And then he won a match to beat him. Shouldn't he have another match? But 100%. they said no. So, and you know how they do it. It's like, I'm not trying to, the reason I say I want him to have a match with MJF is because I know he's not going to win it this time around. And if they do it at double or nothing, is how far back does he fall? So let's just wait. Ali, I'd wait until all, what's it, all out? I'll wait till all out to do it. But if I'm Tony and I can get Punk back, I'm doing Punk MJF at double or nothing. Or depending on when Adam Cole comes back, I build up Adam Cole versus MJF and then everybody, the whole world would explode. If they booked Adam Cole right, I just didn't even have that swag back because he cut that promo and disappeared. 
Yeah, you know, unless those are the few things I'm worried about. He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, and and health wise, I hope he's okay. Um, I just hope he, he's okay. I just don't know why they had him cut that promo if we gotta wait another couple months, baby. Hey, come on. Yeah, that was that that was ridiculous to me. So. Yeah, he's to me. He's instantly in the title picture just for different reasons. Um, if Punk comes back, he's a, he can upset the apple cart, which which he's earned the right to do. Uh, I, I would do I would do the same thing you're saying. I would hold off Ricky because I don't want to see Ricky lose another title match. The next time I see Ricky in a title match, I want him to win. I'm not a Booker, but I think like a Booker, and I think I would have switched the two results. I would have had Mox beat Hangman, and I would have had Brian Danielson beat MJF and have him have the title and then they're already turning mocks healed. You could have a blood feud for the title at, at double or nothing. How's I'm cool that with that. Just saying oh. that way it's something to lead and you have a story already. Again, I'm just trying to get eyes on the product because the story, like I'm thinking about MJF, who's he going to go against? That's, that's, that was, that's the first thing I said when that, when that, when that tap out happened and that bell rang, my first thought, my first thought was, Who's to next? the bell lock, Daniel Bryan's gonna tap out to the that was, bell that lock was, and listen, sudden death. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep it real. Did not like that. That took away from the match a little bit too. If you ask me, I didn't. You should have did just not. ended it. You should have just ended it in a draw. Then they got more heat on Max. If you put it in sudden death, and then he taps out, he just beat America Dragon. Arguably the greatest in-ring wrestler of all of all time, at least of our era. He taps out to his own finishing moves. Makes no sense. I it's can like, never. I I can't abide by that. I just cannot. We, why not let him hit him with the ring? I and then they had him have the ring on his hand for like a whole minute. There's to me. To me, there's nothing that diminishes diminishes a wrestler more than a tap out. So, so what I'm trying to say is that the, the tap out has a lot of value. It's it's you're you're acknowledging that you have given up. So there's a lot of value in that. That's why that value. Remember when um, remember when Brock was tapping out to um, what was it? It was Brock tapping out to um, it was Undertaker tapping out to Brock, but but they, but they didn't see it. Remember when the ref didn't see it? Right, and hell himself, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there was like a little thing where it's, oh my goodness, that, that, just the thought that Undertaker might have been might have quit, like broke the internet. Undertaker used a low blow in that match. Yeah, bro. Uh, see, listen. So like when I see when I see a Daniel Bryan tap out, I'm like, yo, he tap out. I go, wow, no. okay, all right. That'd be like me sitting down watching Bret Hart tap out to the sharpshooter. Ain't no way in hell he would die before he did out. that. He would die. He would die. Hey, hey, hey. He'd be fighting Vince McMahon's ass again. Right then and there, right on site. He gonna hock another loogie. But that's a bitter, that's a, that's a, I ain't never seen a more bitter Canadian in my life, man. But I, <laughs> I love him. No, I love him. Hey, he man. bitter though, he was, David. He, him, I would say him and Macho Man. They got my heart forever. Those are my two. Macho Man's like, Macho Man's my top five. I, I, dude. Dead or alive, I don't care. You can't tell me. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something. Ooh, I'm trying to tell you, man. Love I should have brought out the glasses, man. I got them in a whip. I should go. Yo, this yo, this show's going off the rails. Hold on, okay. One more thing before we go, uh, for real. Well, okay, so Mania's coming up in, uh, in uh, yeah, um, and I was, I was trying to frame it a different way as far as the card goes. The card's still shaping up, so I ain't trying to judge the card because that's just, that's ridiculous. But, what what match are you most looking forward to on the card besides Cody versus Row Row? 
I think Cody's going to be Roro. Mm -hmm. And that's coming from me. It has to happen, number it one. Has to, it has to happen. It has to happen. It has to happen. What's the... I, uh, Bianca Oscar. That's because I love I love Bianca like I love... Uh, I love both Bianca and Oscar. Those probably... Those two, Charlotte Flair, are my three favorite wrestlers when it comes to with females. Would you would you be mad if well, Oscar... Well, 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 just in general, three of my top... 10 favorite wrestlers. Would you would you be mad if Oscar won that match? She needs to. Like, so we got Jane Cena going on. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what Bianca done turned into. So how many times can she beat everybody at WrestleMania? And so it was a problem with Charlotte. So she needs, I'd say, and I love Bianca and I'd be happy if she won, but this isn't about me. This is about her and her art. And Oscar needs it. She's supposed to be this bad as hell razor female wrestler on, on the planet can't nobody nobody's ready for her, right so she needs to go through her man and plus she's like oscar kind of kind of oscar she was tearing dudes up in japan so why couldn't she beat her out man it's that 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 video of who was it minoru suzuki what he did yeah. to her that's crazy right so she needs she needs that man oscar i think to your to your question, my match I'm looking forward to most outside of that is Oscar Bianca because Oscar desperately needs this, and this will change the scope of the division. If Bianca just because if Bianca beats her, then you got only person she has in face is Charlotte Flair, really, and Ronda Rousey. Who cares about Ronda Rousey these days? I the don't. Thing, you don't. About, nobody does. The That's about, why she's a tag team wrestler. Well, what happened, so, with what happened with Ronda is when the perception got out, and it's probably true, when the perception got out that Ronda don't care, then we don't care. Like if you don't, if you don't, but if you don't, if you don't care, if the word gets out that you don't care about the product, it, I'm it, I'm proud. I'm glad they didn't do their tag team match with her and Shayna Baszler because that would have pissed me off because then we wouldn't have got Trish Stratus, one of my for all time favorites, at WrestleMania. We're going to, and then it's just, I don't know. I'm glad they went down that road because I'm tired of Ronda Rousey. They shouldn't have brought her back. If she don't want to come back. She don't want to be there. She don't want to be there. She don't know how to take a DDT. Then she takes a DDT. It looks like she breaks her neck. She better be careful, man. It makes no sense. And if it would have been Brock Lesnar versus Gunter, that would have been the best match on the card. I'd have looked forward to that more than It would have stole the show. It would have stole the show. Because you're going to get uh, Gunter versus Drew, and that match is going to slap, but Drew McIntyre is probably going to lose. If I could look into the future, man, you're going to better send me this message on Twitter. If I could look into the future, I think Sheamus is going to cost Drew McIntyre and Manny. Oh, that's and a good Gunter. That's, that's interesting. Because he, he called him a bastard. He turned his back on him. Some, some shenanigans. Yeah. And it's funny. Yeah, you're messing... Yeah, you're messing with you're messing with my one idea, but it's a but your idea makes more sense than mine. My idea was Gunther loses the Intercontinental title to somebody, wins at Money in the Bank in 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 England, um, goes against Cody somewhere down the line. You're you're messing with that, but yours makes more sense because Drew and Gunther don't make sense. Can I add to your idea? Please. What if they what if he goes what if he loses on the SmackDown after Manny? Yeah, see, yeah, there it is. Because I'm telling I don't I don't see I don't see any other wrestler besides Seth winning the money in the bank. No way. It just don't make sense. 
It depends on how long you're going to put the title on Cody. Uh, uh, that, but like this, because you because let's say he wins it. Let's say he wins it. That's what that's almost a year in Mania. Like what's it? July, July in um England. So I think he wins the Rumble. Who Gunther? Yeah, because I can see that. Listen, I can put it like this: Gunther in the title picture at the next WrestleMania, no matter what. Hey, no it all depends what. on it all depends on if top five is healthy or not. Because if top five is healthy, he might win Money in the Bank, and that could be day. For those who for those who don't know what David's talking about, top five is old Randy Orton. So that right there, whatever you said right there, now I don't care about nothing but that. I'm sorry, Gunther. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Dang. It's either it's either gonna be Gunther and Money in the Bank and Randy at the Rumble. Ooh. One of the two, because you gotta tell that story. Or I know I'm thinking booking. Randy the Cody? Randy and Cody? That'd be WrestleMania 40, Randy and Cody. Oh my, bruh. I'm done. We're done with this. I'm done. I'm done. We're done. We're done. Huh? I can't. This is, see, this is why I don't like fantasy booking. This is exactly why I don't like fantasy booking because okay, our ideas, if they don't come to fruition, I get very upset. They get very hurt. I get very. But dis- I'm telling some logical booking and the WWE's listening to this podcast. Hopefully they are. Book it. Oh, book it. I'm Oregon, trying to tell you. I'm trying to. Cody. Yeah, and then and then in a in one more fantasy real quick because Damn. for real, what you could do is this is this is this is in a bizarre world. I'm telling you, fantasy <laughs> of fantasies, right? I've talked about this with my brother, with my brother Michael. I talked about him with you before. Um, what I would do is, if you ever want to put the title on Charlotte, yeah, check this out. This is what you can do. You can have Randy come back. Randy go over. Uh, Cody at the Rumble. Charlotte appears in the Men's Rumble, wins the Rumble, and then you have Ro- a Rhodes versus Flair at WrestleMania 40 for the title. Oh, you lost your damn mind. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it. But it never happened. Been- I said a bizarre, but that's that. That's so imagine if that happened because this is only- this this podcast is turning into conspiracy podcast. This man is on part of you are Fox Motor in the X Files. You are you are you. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Dude, a, but the thing about Fox Motor, he was right though. He was right though. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Man, I had an amazing time, big dog. This Yo, David blast. Perry, brother. Listen, on first episode, listen, the first rendition of Memoirs of a Mark. Man, this was my favorite version of Memoirs of a Mark. You got to come back, brother, when we get after post WrestleMania. I need you to pull up. I'm pull up, bro. I ain't gotta, middle of April. I'm going to Raw. I'm going to let you, uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of notes. Something yeah. like that. If you hit them with the dusty roads, if you will, when I pull up to uh Monday Night Raw, all right? I'll, uh, I'll let you know what's up on Monday Night Raw in a couple weeks. All right? I'm taking my son. Shout out, David. Shout out, Jackson. Yeah. Shout out, Spencer. Love my kids. Shout out, Megan. That's my fiance. Put him over, brother. Shout put, out, yo, put yourself Mac, over. your wife. Shout her out. One put time. yourself over, brother. What y'all, how can and, people find you, brother? Man, I'm on Twitter. Uh, my handle. I forget my handle off the top of my head. David oh, come Perry on, man. Jr. I, hey man, off the top of my head, man, look me up. Uh, I'll put it. I'll put it in Devin the thing. Mac, I'll put it in. I'll put it in the description. Me. I think it's David Perry Jr. for uh, with the L logo and you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Banker. I'm a podcast. I thought about pulling up in the suit, be extra debonair, extra suave, but I had to give shout out to Spice Girls from when I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Give a little bit of love. I should have pulled up in a row, row with knowledge and shit. That's what I do. <laughs> he put all but the Spice Girls. Yo, for y'all That's listening for, to the podcast. Actually, I'm going to pull up in a Cody Rose shirt next time. Yeah, let's next do it. Yeah. Shout yeah, out. And shout out to Gold Brian Brian. For real. For, for, for all y'all um listening, 
they're not watching because I that ain't posted yet. The, yo, he's wearing a Spice Girl shirt and it's fire. It's it's off one of the covers, the debut cover of the album. If I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I and I got the shoes to match, but I ain't about to pull them on. Hold on, actually I am. Hold up. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, I was a pa, I was a posh Spice guy myself. I was a posh Spice guy. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperice.com. Much love and respect for David Perry for pulling up on the first rendition of Memoirs of a Mark. He thank was you, cutting all kinds of promos and whatnot. So <laughs> any one of you Marks that want to come up and speak your mind and give me some of y'all memoirs, y'all memories, y'all thoughts. He's telling the truth. Pull up <laughs> on Memoirs of a Mark, and you are more than welcome to pull up. With that being rock. said, oh, you can, you, yeah, you don't want to pull up Kick Rock. <laughs> we can keep with the theme of the show. You can get the hell on. <laughs> the hell wrong with you? Mm, 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 mm. 
But listen, before we get to my portion, my second portion of the show, because we do an Oscar preview for the second portion of the show. Y'all yes. can get rocks. Yes. Oscar Sorry. season is upon it us. It is upon us. Movies are going down. Y'all can kick rocks. I had at least the courtesy, the decency, <laughs> the love I have for you marks out there, you marky marks and the funky bunches out there to put it at the back half of the show. <laughs> I got y'all wrestling bullshit out the way, but yes. it's almost time for movies. Yes, we love movies in the Mac household. Ooh, <laughs> Lord have mercy. And I'm going to give my predictions on who I think going to win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who I think. You know I get ghetto when I get passionate. But when I bring it down, I'm like, all right, guys, let's talk about some things. <laughs> so before we do this, social clip, I'm putting the vote up. And we're yes. going to settle this. And you haters, mm-hmm. think it through. Think this through, you haters. Yes. There's a debate that's going on right now. And maybe I'm being hyperbolic. Maybe it's because he was on the show and put the show over. Maybe it's because I lack objectivity when it comes to the people (laughs) I like or the people that pull up. After you pull up on my show, I can't talk shit about you. That's my new rule. I just made it up right now. (laughs) After you come on Evan Mac's show, I can no longer talk bad about you. So anybody, so if you don't, you can kick right. I talk all kinds of shit if you don't come on my show. If you don't come (laughs) on the show, I see all kinds of shit I want to say. See, that's that's a threat. That's a threat. It was yeah. threatening. And, it's, and threatening. it's a promise. <laughs> There's a hotly contested debate that came up organically. And we're going to settle it right here. And I know what you you sucker MCs are going to mm-hmm. say. Well, stay with me here. Mm-hmm. Stay with me here. Mm-hmm. We are about to debate the greatest wrestling pose of all time. <sighs> now, damn it. Y'all know the poses. Any Anytime I say that, y'all thinking about a pose in your head, and that's fine. Uh-huh. But this is only going to be two things. I might put two more. I might put four up there. But this is between oh, yeah, me yeah. and her. Yeah, yeah. We had an issue the other day. The greatest <laughs> pose I say of all time, <laughs> damn it, is absolute Ricky Starks, baby. No, 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 no. We all know. We all know. It's, 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 it's that Viper. It's, it's that out, out, RKO out of nowhere. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, it I don't mean, even look good when she do he it. Got, he does, oh, can I can't get she look, there it is. That kind of looks kind of like it right it's there. That's better, that's better, better. No, because now, I mean, he you, goes on every Okay, post. Well, why don't you tell all these haters does, why? They know he goes like one pillar and he goes he, the other pillar. He, like he two, do like three. one to the corner. It depends on how much time he has. He goes to the hard cam. <laughs> depends on how much time he has. He only does it for the hard cam, brother, I've seen him do it on all four. Because it just, well, everybody it was can't like, get there live yeah, like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like live. You know, I'm not talking about. But live. explain why it's better than the Ricky Stump book. Because you, because you be, you're being hyper. This, I'm not be. This ain't hyperbole. That Ricky no, Stump. <laughs> Tell me why Randy Orton's pose is the best pose to you in the history of wrestling. Because I already know where I'm at. Because it just Absolutely. looks epic as fuck. <laughs> it's epic. I don't know other words. It's epic. He takes his time. He gets up there slowly. That post. He takes his time. <laughs> he looks at the crowd, and he just and he just does it. It's just like it just it, it, it is. Does it's he like, have, does he have a better is. song? Yes, he does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hear <laughs> That's a banger. But damn it, no. Yes. Do yes. you see the arm? It's the head work. It's the arm work. No, no, no. 
No. Which, so you tell he only me, does it like one time right at the top of the and thing. And then when he's in the ring, if he hits a move, uh, he hits you with the double. So does, so does Randy. So does Orton. He does that I'm too. sick and tired of everyone thinking that you got the best pose in the history of wrestling. The best pose. Yeah. I, listen, is Randy Orton top five? I call him top five. Hell, mm. I don't even call him Randy Orton. Mm. I barely know who I'm talking about when I say Randy Orton. I only recognize Randy Orton by saying top five. So if you're talking about Randy Orton around me, just say top five. Because if you say Randy Orton, I might know who you're talking about. Oh, the mighty Mississippi is. I mean, yeah, call him the mighty Mississippi because he's constant and steady. And or you call him top five. And, and either that, I don't know who you're talking about. But I mean, I'm like, but when it comes to if, poses, he a, if he got a belt, you know, on the waist, and it, like, I want to see this rather than this with the with the whatever. I don't know is. what the hell you just <laughs> did. I'm sorry, you can't. I you don't can't know see if you're listening. Yo, you can't. I don't. Sorry, Ricky, I'm, Ricky, I'm messing I, it up. Ricky, whatever. I I, but like, I want to see the epic what hands the in the air. How I know he got the best pose ever? Because <laughs> you don't even know how to throw the pose. Let's see. Like people can do it better because they get like you. You can see people anywhere. Doing this, and you know it's like, oh, okay, oh, Randy Orton, Viper, top five. So because of notoriety, because yeah. of longevity, because yeah. my man yeah. Ricky Starks ain't been on TV that long, you're going to sit here and just disrespect that absolute Ricky Starks? I like the pose. I'm just not saying it's better. I'm just saying it's not better. Poll to you haters yeah, when I yeah. put this poll up I on like the Twitter sphere. I, I do yeah, like nah, it. Nah, 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 I'm not nah. saying I don't like it. We're going to put the poll up. We're going to do Orton <laughs> pose. We're going to do Ricky pose. We're going to do, oh, I'll put Austin in there. Austin has a nice pose. Or we could probably do good old-fashioned, oh, the, the the Hogan ear is a pretty good pose, though. Oh, the, the Hogan, yeah, the Hogan ear. That's, oh, that's does, kind of pose. He does do the, the hand yeah, wind a, up. I might then... put, I'll put that in there, too. Just for just for, just for for um just for difference, different eras, different times, different wrestlers. I'll put, I even put Hogan up in there. Y'all know I ain't over that shit. Mm-hmm. But I'll still put him in that damn pole. Mm-hmm. What do you haters think? I'll let y'all know. Mm-hmm. We already know where we're landing. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> right, here we go. Let's 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 move on before mm-hmm. it gets before it gets contentious. Already got contentious <laughs> up in there. We all know Evan Mac gets contentious when he don't agree with somebody. <laughs> if you know, you know. Everybody know it, but Evan Mac don't agree, he's, he's being contentious. <laughs> Lord have Hashtag mercy. contentious. Lord have mercy. Everybody know when Evan Mac say something they don't agree with. <laughs> He's being contentious. <laughs> he just can't be a brother that disagrees. But yeah, 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 yeah. That's a little inside of y'all out there. But we digress. We digress. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, let's go to these Oscar predictions. You know, Oscar Evan predictions Mac, out there, you haters. Over the years, I will say, Evan Mack has been right more Ooh, than he's been wrong. Never wrong about best actor. Yeah. I might have jinxed it to this oh, year. I know. Because it's re- the toughest I've ever seen. Yeah. But I, I haven't been wrong with best actor in about seven to eight or maybe nine I was years. saying, we have been married almost ten years coming up. Nine September. for nine, brother. Nine and for he nine. Is, yeah, he has been like. When it comes to best yeah, actor. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's got, he got that, what is it, that third eye? Or I got it, man. Yeah, yeah. But this year is very weird. Yeah, no. There's so some... I might hedge my bets on a few. I'll tell you what I want, and then I'll tell you what's going to happen. I'm hedging. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to run through just the biggest. We ain't going to be doing like best like oh, yeah, best yeah. like left leg in a <laughs> in a movie. We ain't going to be doing like best foreign best score, animated best... feature with a light-skinned yeah. brother. We ain't going to be doing most. You know what I mean? There's, we stick it to like the there's big. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot. Of... We stick it to the big ones. Actor, actress, you know what um, I mean? Movie, writing, you know what I mean? And hey, and, 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 and Oscars. You know, you, it'd be easy for you to, you know, you know, because we're, we're try, in this world of trying to be politi- uh, politically correct. You know, technically, it does not matter what sex you are. You're supposed best to be just female, an actor. Best female actor. Yeah. Best male actor. Yeah, just, you know. These women are actors. Everybody's actors. They're not. And they, yeah. 
waiter and waitress, we got to yeah. stop that foolishness too. Server. Yes. The smart places do server. Exactly. I just want to put that out yeah. there. No, and they don't do stewardess anymore. They it's do not. Flight, flight attendant. attendant. So. Gender fluid. Yep. yep. Gen- be fluid with the gender. <laughs> you can change it all around, okay? It's not hard to do. Um, so, again, so this right now is the performance of an actor in a leading role. Oh, we starting all hot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, I want to say male, but no, that's there. This is actor. I keep forgetting. Actor. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we have Austin Butler in Elvis. Mm. We have Colin Farrell in The Banshees of Inishirin. Mm, 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 mm. Brendan Fraser in The Whale. Paul Mescal in After Sun. And Bill Nye in Living. And let me tell you something right there. Let me talk to you. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is the two-horse race. This is a race between young Austin Butler and the great Brendan Fraser. That's what this is, is a two-horse race. And the two-horse race I put down on a piece of paper the second I saw the trailer, which was more than a year ago, that Austin Butler wins for Elvis. That's what I said. Uh-huh. We have it on our fridge, I think. Uh, it is on the fridge. It's on the fridge. It's it's, it's a more than a year old. I put that on there, mm-hmm. and I seen it's worth seeing the movie, seen the trailer. And I go performance of a lifetime. This kid wins it. Brenda Fraser comes out with the whale. The whale is a performance of his lifetime. When you have two actors that give away, give two performances of their lifetime, one late, one early, it's very very hard to predict. But I cannot flip flop even for being right. Like, I love being right about these. My streak's going to end. I'm like Undertaker right here. I'm Undertaker with Oscar Pence. Oh when it goodness. comes to that stuff, the streak must end. <laughs> but I am going with the shocker and sticking with Austin Butler because, guys, if you have not seen Elvis, uh, it is, I without a doubt, to yeah. me, to me, the greatest musical performance, like, biopic actor yeah. I've ever seen. He sang all those songs. Ever. Sounded just like him. He is Elvis. So, yeah. as much as I think Brendan Fraser might win, I'm going with sticking with my pick, the young Austin Butler, for the dub. Ooh, for the dub. For the dub. Um, now we can, you know, move on to the uh, supporting role, the actor in the supporting role. So, a lot of the same movies, but here we go. We got Brandon Gleason in The, the Banshees of Inishirin. Mm. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry in Causeway. Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans. Barry Keegan in The Banshees of Inishirin. Um and uh, I'm I'm gonna Key Wei Kwan. Yeah. Key Wei Kwan in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah, this this one's interesting. You typically and by the way, The Banshees of Inishirin is one of those films. This is it's just, just a beautifully done film by one of my favorite directors, Martin McDonough. Um, no one shoots uh, Ireland like he does. No one. So typically when two great actors give two great performances and they're in the same category, they typically cancel each other out. Yeah. Uh, and he, and anybody that knows me, well, maybe they don't know, but Heidi knows how much I love Brendan Gleeson. Oh, yeah, no, we do. I yeah. think Brendan Gleeson's better yeah. than Bobby. If you've never I, seen The Guard, go, go watch it. I that. think Brendan Gleeson's better than 95% of all living actors. And it. So. Yeah, what was the other movie that they did together? Um, uh, in Bruges. In Bruges. If you've not seen that, Ooh, see In Bruges. Fish Grease. Two movies. So, watch yeah, watch them, watch them, watch them. Uh, Mark McDonough did In Bruges. He didn't do The Guard, which it feels like he did, but he did. It didn't. almost is. Uh, yeah, it almost does. somebody like different. That's interesting. So, with that being said, I do believe Short Round takes it home. Key Wei Kwan, his run does not stop. Key yeah. Wei Kwan walks away with the Oscar daddy. He was fantastic. Oh, he's, son, he's sensational. Oh, he was sensational. so, oh. Keyway Kwan's uh, run continues. Oh, I'll let he. Yeah, I know, phenomenal. Spe- it's spectacular, spectacular. We have the movie poster on our wall. Yes, we do. 
I'm like, along with, you know, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, if, things listen, like that. If you, make, so. if you make Evan Max Wall with cinema, you have mm. arrived. I don't care what anybody say, because I'm I'm not picky, but when I yeah. say a movie is phenomenal, just watch it. Yeah. When Evan Max says a movie's good, pull up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, how about that? Damn it. How about that, Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> All these sucker MCs you got doing reviews. You better you better pull up. And I said, I ain't tell you, and I submitted my Rotten Tomatoes critic thing. Let them let reject the brother, see what I do. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll I'll, see. I'll, I'll just apply next year. But anyway. <laughs> apply again. <laughs> and try again. Thanks. At first, you don't succeed. Indeed. Shout out to Aaliyah. Um, so, we've got now performance by an actress in a leading role. Okay. Um, so we have Kat, oh, Kat, sorry, Kate Blanchett in Tar, Anna de Armas in Blonde, Boothay. um, Andrea Riseborough in To Leslie, Michelle Williams in The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh in Everything Everywhere All at Once. That's, that's tough. It's, it, I told you, this is the, this is the toughest year I've probably have ever seen. Yo, I, let mm, me tell you, you something. haven't seen Tar yet, But let too. me tell you out here, you sucker MCs. Now, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. The Oscars, and I'm, for, for better or for worse, they have a tendency to fall in love with certain things. And when they fall in love with certain things, those are the things that clean up. Yeah. Now, you guys heard it here first, and you, you're going to know I, I did this the week of the Oscars, so you know I put, because I put my business in the streets before it's too late. He does. So hindsight's not 2020 with me. So whether I'm right or I'm wrong, you're going to hear it so you know that I can't backtrack. So well, let me tell you something. You heard it here first. The, the new darling of this year is everything all over, uh, everything Mm. What is it? Everything, they, everywhere, all, all at, at once. once. That's the new darling. It is going to win the probably the most Oscars. Mark my words. So don't be surprised when you keep hearing it. There's only one movie we'll get to it. There's only one movie that will beat it for Picture of the Year, mm-hmm. and it probably won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm letting you know. Who should win this Academy Award? And I am telling you, I've seen both of these movies, and it ain't even close. Kate Blanchett in Tar. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I cannot emphasize enough how I think she's the greatest female actor to ever live. It's it's incredible. She is unparalleled in this film. It, it from top to bottom, start to finish, the entire movie is sensational. Michelle Yeoh will probably win this Oscar. Mm-hmm. Probably win this Oscar. Not because she wasn't as good, it's because when they start when they get a and they get an idea in their head. Yeah. The Oscars run with it because yeah. let me let me tell you why. How you know, Evan? I, let me give y'all a stat. I think the last non like it's like oh my gosh. I think the last brown skin best female. Put it like this: No female Asian has ever even been nominated for best Oscar for a female. Oh yeah. Ever. Yeah. The, let me tell you, isn't that crazy? But, it's but, it's, very but crazy. it's true, and I'm telling you, I see that. How movie. long has Michelle Yeoh been around? Okay, let's. Out. So, but, but she, but in, but in Hasn't their defense, but amazing? in their defense, she's never done a movie to get there. The closest movie she did was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, mm-hmm. and, and it won Best Oscar for Best Foreign Film. Yeah, but not to get sidetracked, Michelle Yeoh. I've been watching Michelle Yeoh before it was fashionable. I was watching yeah. when when she was in this the the Heroes Three or the Trios Three is an old movie back in the early late late eighties late early nineties. I'm a martial arts guy. I've been watching her for a long, long, long time. So this ain't no surprise to me. Mm-hmm. She's fish grease. But fish what I'm grease. trying to say is, the best performance of the year by a female in an actor role is 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 Tar. It's Kate Blanchett. 
It's so good. So, with that being said, I'm sticking with Kate Blanchett. I don't give a damn what oh, they say. Oh, 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 yeah, Kate oh, Blanchett winning this. Oh, you, you thought oh, I was gonna go. You thought I was gonna oh. do it. <laughs> I'm sticking. I'm sticking with Kate Blanchett. Ooh. But remember, I told you I'm gonna do think and what I what I think will win. Who I want to win. Yeah, um, I believe because those can be different. Um, uh, got but I got boot thing from from down under. How about that, Dylan? <laughs> Shout out to Dylan Matthew, oh, really? the gift king. Um, all right, well then let's move on to the the actress in the supporting role then. Oh, I know, I know. So we have Angela Bassett in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, Hong Chow in The Whale, uh, Carrie Condon in The Banshees of Inisherin, phenomenal. Jamie Lee Curtis in Everything Everywhere All at Once. And um, Stephanie Sue in Everything Everywhere All at Once. And you know what I just said a couple minutes ago, right? About two actors being in the same movie canceling each other out. That's, I said that's typically what happens, but not always what's happened. For example, yeah. Dallas Buyers Club, Leto and Matthew McConaughey won that same year. And they're yeah. actor and supporting. So I, can, I did it win Best Picture. Mm, no, see, they, but I'm talking about when the actors are in the same. Yeah. But they put like, oh yeah, you, co- yeah. Uh, best. Uh, they were Best Actor and Best Supporting. That doesn't happen that, typically. Yeah, no, no, no. Typically no. doesn't happen. So with that being said, I said so. I say it's. I said it typically does. Stephanie's Stephanie Sue and everything everywhere all at once. It's phenomenal. Jamie Lee Curtis might to me there's a better performance perhaps. Um, Hong Chow and the Whale I'm sure is phenomenal. We're gonna watch the Whale this week, and I would and I would. That, but doesn't that change your mind? No, no, no. no. I kind of just I, I read a lot. I watch a lot. So yeah, no. Um, he um, he always researches. Hong, Hong Chow probably because probably makes a strong case, and Angela Bassett has been cleaning up. And damn it, she's been cleaning up too much for me. Let, so yeah, the, like let me say, like when, when we didn't even watch Elvis yet, and Evan had said that about, said before the before the Oscars were even yeah. had a ba- I had a ballot. Yeah, yeah, and we didn't. Elvis wasn't even out. If I pull up this piece of this piece of paper, he was, was like, he's gonna win. He saw the trailer. He was like, as it is, this, as it is, the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Yeah, he was like, that was a hundred years ago. Yeah, I said the Elvis wasn't even out. You couldn't even watch it yet. Anyway, so listen, so yeah, but this one's gonna be tough. Angela Bassett is probably going to win. Probably gonna be. I'm telling you, Carrie Condon's performance in Banshees of Inisherin is, yeah. is 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 beautiful. It is. They're uh, all. I mean, yeah, they're all fantastic. But uh, let me um let me let me do something crazy. Let me go. Let me get crazy on the Oscar first first annual Oscar predictions on the Kick Rock Podcast. You never put this out in the world. Before. Jamie Lee Curtis for no logic at all except for damn it, I want to see a win. Really? First time I'm going without a prediction. I'm going with something I want. I'm going Interesting. hard. Jamie Lee Curtis. Does she have one? No! I didn't think so. Hell no! Dang. I feel like there's so many things I'm that so she I'm so wrong about that guy, so when you hear Angela Bassett's name called, but just remember you heard here first, but uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm going Jamie Lee Curtis. Dang. I'm going Boom Dang Curtis. Wow, 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 wow. Um, yeah, we're going to move on now to directing, achievement in directing. Mm. Um, so, you know, many great directors. Directors out there. The Banshees of Inna Sheeran. Martin, Martin McDonough. McDonough. <laughs> mm. um, Everything Everywhere, All at Once. Daniel Kwan and Daniel uh, Schneider. Schneider. The Fablemans, Steven Spielberg. Who? Oh, who's who's Steven Spielberg? I know. Who you talking about right now? I have to get down through the list first. Let me get through the list. I just want to know who Steven Spielberg is. I don't Steve, know who Let me is. get through the list. You mean, you mean go? <laughs> I don't know who Steven Spielberg is. <laughs> you supposed to be talking about somebody else. Cause when you say that, when you say that boy's name, when you start saying goat, like when you start saying the S, <laughs> your mouth would turn into a G. <laughs> um, Tar, Todd Field. Unreal. And Triangle of Sadness, Ruben Osland. To to me to me um, to me, some of the best directing I've ever seen was in Tar. Um, 
the the angles he used, the way he captured the orchestra, the way he captured the he's doing some great stuff with like tight tight medium like medium close ups, tight shots. He's doing he's doing what it is. He's doing beautiful beautiful work as a director. I don't want to get too nerdy, but he's doing beautiful work, guys. And, I, and so Tar to me directing wise is is who I would go with. Martin McDonough, like I said, no one shoots Ireland as beautiful as he does, mm. and he shoots Ireland beautiful. Um, yeah. Who's winning this though? And it ain't even close. Is is everything everywhere all at once with Daniel Kwan and Daniel Schneider because what they did and what they pulled off has never mm-hmm. been done before. Hell, the multiverse of madness couldn't even touch this. Any multiverse uh, movie can never. T- I'm talking about directing. So no one has captured a multiverse. No one's ever captured the difficulty of shooting this movie. And you know what I always say, Heidi? What do I say? When Steven Spielberg pull up, what oh, do you do? Oh, I know. Everybody else go home. <laughs> so, But I do think he loses. Mm. I think the greatest director to mm. ever live is Steven Spielberg. Yes, he did. I mean, obviously, yeah. And he's going to come up short. Ooh, and he's going to come up short to everything, everywhere, all at once. Mark my words. Bucket, daddy! Oh, my God. But, yes, no. And we're going to run these back. We're going to run back down my rights and my wrongs on uh, next show. Oh yes, yes, very true. Very I like true. looking real stupid, or real good. <laughs> um, and then, of course, you know, pretty much everyone's casual fan uh, favorite is the best motion picture of the year. Okay. Um, there's a lot, guys. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar: The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inisherin, mm. Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun, Maverick. Triangle of Sadness and Women Talking. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, who who's 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 should win? Yeah. Um, this is tough, man. I got uh, I, I once again, everything everywhere all at once wins best picture of the year. Yeah, probably. Um But I mean oh, You are without well, but listen, but if they fall, they're falling to one man and one man only. G O A T. AKA Steven Spielberg. So yeah. if they fall, guys, they fall to Steven Spielberg, but I don't think it's going to be enough. I don't think Steven Spielberg, even with his passion project, even with his mm-hmm. damn near biopic, is going to beat out this film. I, I, I just think it's the one. I could be wrong, guys. You yeah, know me. So- I'm, I'm Team Spielberg. And yeah. you see where I'm at with Tar and Top Gun Maverick, just mm-hmm. on principle alone, should win to shock the world. Yeah, that would be crazy. An action movie winning Best Picture of the Year with that cinematography, the, 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 the way they shot the planes, no one's ever done it before. They had to create brand new technology just to shoot the movie the way they did. But that's why I might win cinematography. But, oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but we ain't getting into we ain't getting into too more far in the weeds. I want to stick to the big dog. Do they, do they have a category? Because I always I forget because the Oscars is different and all of them are different. But do they have one for stunt? They they should. But everyone been they've been climbing for that for years. Oh, but they do not. Because you, you already know we'd have 10. <laughs> yeah, you the already know. Goat. Yeah. But listen, yeah. um, Everything Everywhere All at Once wins the best picture, defeating the great Spielberg. Or you can flip it, which I'm not going to do, is Spielberg wins best directing, and then everywhere mm, instead of mm. them winning both, they split it. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but now I'm going, I'm going, I'm going clean sweep. I'm going Ooh. clean sweep. Could be wrong. Could Happy be, to be, be wrong. Could be. Uh, but yeah, that's it, man. That wraps up the first annual Kick Rocks Oscar <laughs> prediction special. <laughs> Special edition, kick rock. And if you don't, if you don't care about the Oscars, you can kick rock. Yeah, yeah. I put it at the back end for you haters. <laughs> you can cut it. You could have right, been cut right it off. The- you cut it off right after the the, 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 the argument where Heidi was wrong about Randy Orton. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Show, All right. This show is over, man. <laughs> this show is over. Um, Thanks, everyone. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> Love peach chicken grease a hot comb and some grits. Come back next week. <laughs> mm. oh, they'll, oh, they'll be back. I got some spicy plans. 
<laughs> if you're still listening right now, I'm gonna do one stuff that stupid people do. If you're listening to the back end of this right now, give me a give me a black fist emoji. <laughs> That's the Easter egg. Put a black fist emoji on my Twitter, and that's how I know you listen to the whole podcast. <laughs> we are on our road. This is the max road to WrestleMania as well. We are on the road, Jack. Yeah, oh, road. and barring death, they going to see my black ass. <laughs> oh, what y'all thought? Y'all won't go see me. <laughs> Yo, y'all the thought max y'all won't go see me. I'm the Osiris of this shit. Oh, this is Wu Tangles. Oh, wait a minute. Abomatomically, Socrates, philosophies, the type of. Oh, I'm gonna get on this triumph, boy. We will be pressed. Lyrically performed on robbery. Oh, snap. Y'all know y'all don't want to see this. We're about to say something. Ooh, I'm about to drop the. Ooh, I almost got too black. This show's over, y'all. Thanks, y'all.